I love a good podcast, as you know, and I'm always happy to share resources for parents who are looking for creative, smart content that both entertains and offers enrichment for curious kids everywhere. So I'm happy to let you know about this awesome new show from the creators of the hit kids podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild, The Adventurous World of Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as Math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs. The series explores themes that kids like ours love, like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and more. And episodes transport kids into iconic periods in history like Pythagoras's Ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England. So cool. New episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long, a perfect length for those car rides, for meal times, for break times, and bedtimes. What I love about this show is that it's kind of like listening to a book on tape. The story is captivating and includes lots of problems listeners can try to solve. The voice actors are fantastic, and the math concepts are seamlessly weaved into the narrative. It's exactly the kind of show Ash would have loved a few years ago, especially during our homeschool years, because finding that perfect blend of entertaining and educating, it isn't always easy. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Debbie and welcome to Playback Friday. Most Fridays, I re-release one of my favorite conversations from the archive. So unless you're a longtime listener of the show, there's a good chance you haven't heard this one yet. And even if you have, you just might get something completely different from it listening to it this time around. Then there's safety needs, which is knowing what's going to happen, being sure that you won't die anytime soon, right? That is one of my big problems, safety needs, because I build plans of what I'm going to do, and then if one of the elements in the plan turns out to be wrong, then the whole plan crumbles and I have no idea what I should be doing. Welcome to the Tilt Parenting Podcast, a podcast featuring interviews and conversations aimed at inspiring, informing, and supporting parents raising differently wired kids. I'm your host, Debbie Reber, and today's episode is another kids POV special, or what my 12-year-old boy likes to refer to as the Asher specials. This summer, for the second time, Asher is going to be going to sleepaway camp. The first time was two years ago when he went to a very traditional outdoorsy sleepaway camp with his best friend. All things considered, that went pretty well, and we learned a few things about what can be hard about camp and what kind of situations might be challenging. This year, Asher is going to a different sleepaway camp. This time, it's Space Camp, which let's just say Asher is incredibly excited about. And at the same time, Asher recognized that there would be situations there that could be tough for him. And as you'll hear, he came to me and asked if he could work with a therapist or a coach to help him figure out strategies for navigating tricky situations that might come up. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We'll talk about the different strategies we've used to help Asher get prepared for camp, and he's going to share his own revelations about what he thinks will help him deal with the big emotions like anger should they come up. By the way, whether they're going to sleepaway camp or not, this is a good episode to co-listen to with your differently wired child. And before I get to the episode, a quick invitation to take part in our free virtual differently wired seven day challenge on tilt parenting. 
The challenge features short daily videos and a private Facebook group, all centered around helping parents be intentional and purposeful in parenting their atypical kids. The challenge is free and it's ongoing. If you want to join us, sign up at tiltparenting.com slash seven day. And now here's my conversation with Asher. Hello, Asher. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I'll say. I was just realizing we haven't recorded in a while. It seems like I don't even remember the last episode we did. So I'm kind of excited to check in with you on this today. Yeah. So today we're going to have a conversation about summer camp because it's coming up to that time of year. And specifically, we wanted to talk about sleepaway camp. Does that sound all right with you? Yeah. Okay. And before we get started, I just need to kind of say that I personally love summer camp. I was the kid who would have gone to summer camp the entire summer if I could have. And I did when I was a little bit older. And so it's something I've always wanted you to be able to experience, even though we knew it was going to be a little challenging. So you want to talk about your first sleepaway camp experience, Asher, or where you went? So my first time at summer camp was Camp Orkyla in the U.S. Right. That was an Orcas Island in the Pacific Northwest. Do you want to explain what who you went with and why you were excited about it? Well, I went with my best friend, Seb, and it was my first time at summer camp, but I think you already said that. So that was two summer. That was the summer of 2015. So two summers ago, you were 10. How did you feel about the idea of sleepaway camp when I first proposed it to you? I was really excited. No, I was a bit nervous. What were you nervous about? I don't know, that I would not sleep away. <laughs> that something would go wrong, or and I wouldn't be able to see mom for weeks. And Yeah, it was kind of a big deal. And I was, I was in the Northwest, but I was going to be staying in a different island than you were on. You were going to be on Orcas Island. I was going to be in Bainbridge Island. And really, there's no communication. So that was kind of a big deal. But you were also really excited about all the activities and things, right? Yeah. So we knew that summer camp was going to be kind of stretching you outside your comfort zone. But we did a lot of planning that year to kind of prep you. One of the things that I did personally was I had a meeting with Julie George, who we've had on the podcast before. She's the one who talked about executive functioning, one of our very first episodes. And so I had a phone call with her to discuss what kind of things we should be focusing on and how to kind of get you best prepared. I also, before we even signed you up, I called the camp and I explained kind of who you were and what was going on with you. I wanted to make sure that they were going to be able to support you there because I, of course, wanted it to be a positive experience for you. And they assured me that they have a lot of campers who have similar issues going on, similar profiles, and that you would be supported. So that felt really good. So do you remember what some of the things are we did? We spent a couple months actually prepping for camp, kind of weaving it into our homeschool yeah, day. Yeah, I do. What kind of stuff did we do? Well, we practiced remembering to do things like Brushing my teeth. Yeah, at the time, remembering to brush your teeth in the morning at night, you were 
it was something that you needed a lot of reminders for. That's not the case anymore, but then it was. And Because now we have non-disgusting toothpaste. We did find a brand that you finally like. Yes, that's true. It doesn't taste like anything. It has a, doesn't it have like a slight eucalyptus flavor or something? Yeah, it's supposed to. Which is funny, considering that eucalyptus is toxic. Yeah, well, the flavor is not toxic, right? Yeah, but the leaves are. Yeah. Okay, so yes, you worked on remembering to just be responsible for some personal care things. What else did you work on? Well, I prepared for challenging situations. Like what? Do you remember what any of those situations were that we thought might be challenging? No, (laughs) I don't remember a single situation. Well, I think one of the things that we recognize is that you were going to be, you know, first of all, in a small group within your cabin. And there were probably going to be times when decisions were made that might, I don't know, come up to vote and the outcome might be something other than what you voted for. Or there could be competitions, those kinds of things. Do you remember how we prepared for those? No. Did we do role play? We did. We did lots of role playing. And we came up with kind of what we call reframe thoughts, right? Yeah, reframe thoughts. That's when you think different things that mean the same thing, but have different, what's the word? Associations. Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, disorder and extraordinary mean the exact same thing. But disorder is usually used negatively and extraordinary is usually used positively. Right. So, yeah, you're talking about connotation, right? So, yeah, so we came up with some reframe thoughts that were like, Oh, I remember we were thinking about what's going to happen if there's a because you were doing a special marine biology program within it within the Camp Orkaila. I was. I I have a few vivid memories. You do? Yeah. First memories, we went out with nets to catch things when the tides went down. Cool. Uh, Second thing, um, I read the Phantom Toll booth. Nice. um, In the fish hatchery. Third thing. (laughs) Uh, I spilled hot chocolate on myself after the polar bear plunge, which was where you walked into freezing cold water and then walked back out of the freezing cold water. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I had really bad diarrhea, so I couldn't go swimming. Mm. These are the memories. Camp is the stuff of memories, huh? (laughs) And then my cabin beat the other cabin for who could keep the cabin cleaner because the other cabin would keep the cabin clean all the time. They'd pick things up as soon as they fell on the floor, whereas we would frantically clean the cabin right before they inspected it. Mm. So when they inspected it, it was cleaner, but all the rest of the time, it was way dirtier. Interesting. That's kind of how you keep your room now, too, isn't it? Yes. As soon as it gets so bad that I can't stand it, I clean everything. All right. Well, it seems to work. So those are your the memories you took away from camp. I'd say those are the biggest ones. That's awesome. I love that. I won an ice cream party for having the cleanest cabin. <laughs> <laughs> the cleanest cabin. <laughs> well, it was the cleanest then. That's funny. Well, yeah, and those are the kinds of things we prepped for, you know, like what would happen if you didn't, if you hadn't won? Like we were practicing things like, that's okay, maybe we'll win next time or I'll have an opportunity to finish it later. Like we were trying to come up with some thoughts. Some ice cream party. Yeah, so that wouldn't have worked in that situation. Well, then you could have said to yourself, that's okay, I'll get ice cream when mom picks me up. 
on Sunday. I don't know if that would have worked, but that was the idea. So we tried to predict what kind of situations might be challenging. And then we tried to come up with some reframe thoughts that you could remember. And we practiced them in situations so that if those situations came up during camp, hopefully you would be able to recall those. So some of the other things that we did to prep for camp, we watched a lot of videos of what camp would be like. So we really tried to get you as prepared as possible. So you kind of knew what kind of activities you'd be doing there. They had a virtual tour on the camp website. So we were able to look around and get a sense of what the environment would be like, which and that kind of stuff tended to get you really excited. It did, didn't it? It did. You were really excited actually about the activities. And then the other thing we had to do was, do you remember we did like some timed drills with regards to your backpack? Yes, I do. Or I had to pack and unpack. Right. We knew that one of the things you were doing as part of this camp, you were already in an overnight camp for a week, but one of the nights you were going to be going, what was, what were you doing for one night? You had a special. We went over to an island and slept there. That's right. And there I made whips out of the kind of kelp that's shaped like a whip. Yeah, cool. But in terms of preparing you, I wanted to be sure that you knew how to kind of pulled together an overnight bag, which you'd never really done before. So we practiced that. Do you remember? Yeah. And it rained torrentially the whole time. It did. The whole night it rained torrentially. Yeah. Then I got woken up by somebody shoving me. Oh. The memories are flooding back. And I couldn't get back to sleep for a really long time. Mm. And there was this cave where the entrance filled with water after we went in it every so often. Wow. Yeah. Was that because of the tide? I don't think it was because of the tide, because every so often it would it would drain. <clears throat> Whereas tides are only once a day. Twice a day, right? Yeah. Huh, interesting. We'll be right back after this quick break. This year I've been working on becoming more attuned to my body, and so I'm starting to really recognize how periodic spikes in anxiety or disruptions to my routines can seriously throw my whole system off. And as I've been traveling a ton this past month, which is both disruptive and somewhat stressful, I'm especially glad that I have the extra support of Symbiotic Plus, a three-in-one supplement from Ritual with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. Symbiotic Plus provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. And it comes in this very cool minty delayed release capsule, which was specifically designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract for delivery to the colon. The bonus is that the capsules don't need to be refrigerated, so I can easily bring them with me in my carry-on. On a personal level, I love that Ritual is committed to sustainability. They're a female-founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable long-term to not only think about their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com tilt. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com tilt for 25% off. Hey there, it's Debbie. I love making this show and sharing conversations about how to support our awesome neurodivergent kids. I've seen how even one little insight from an interview can spark a big shift in daily life. 
But I know that raising complex kids can be messy and lonely. And just when we think we figured it out, something comes up that boots us right back to feeling overwhelmed and stuck. That's why I've poured everything into creating a way for parents like us navigating complex parenting journeys to join together and chart a path that feels positive, hopeful, and doable. It's the brand new Differently Wired Club experience. In the club, you'll get personal support from me and other seasoned parent coaches, six live calls every month where you can connect and get your personal questions answered, the opportunity to learn directly from authors and experts like I have on this show, monthly themes for getting specific and tactical, an exclusive private podcast feed, and the best, most generous community of parents. Seriously, these folks show up for themselves and each other, and that right there is really everything. Because it's a daily reminder that we're not alone. Our kids aren't broken, and we have totally got this. The recently rebooted Differently Wired Club is on a brand new platform with its very own iOS and Android app. It is such a great space. However you learn, whatever your style, no matter the ages, genders, and neurodivergent profile of your children, the Differently Wired Club can help you cultivate the positive shifts you're hoping for. Join us today by going to tiltparenting.com slash club. That's tiltparenting.com slash club. I hope to see you on the inside. So yeah, that was the other thing we really, I wanted to make sure that you knew how to pack up a backpack and get the supplies you needed, fold your clothes, or I think we rolled them, but how to kind of just be responsible for all those things because you hadn't ever done that before. Yeah. Do you feel like all that prep work that we did, and we did work on that stuff for a couple months, do you feel like that helped you that week? Yeah, I do. We actually kind of overprepared. We did? In what way? Well, there weren't really very many difficult situations. Mm. So how did camp go? I bet listeners are curious. Like, did it, did it work? Did it pay yeah, off? It went really well. I had some fun. And there were a couple bumps, but we figured them out. Yeah. And I wasn't surprised that there were a couple bumps because it was your first and there time of camp. there were couples of bumps. Yeah. But the camp was actually really on top of things. And we did chat on the phone halfway through the week. I spoke with them and we got you a little more support and you ended up having a great time. Yeah. Awesome. So that was two years ago. And now last summer, we didn't do camp. We didn't head back to the US. We stayed here and did some traveling. But because you're getting older, and we're homeschooling here in a community where there are not a lot of homeschoolers, I'm really feeling like I want to make sure you get more camp experiences, more experiences with your peers centered around your areas of interest during the summers. So this summer, You are doing two camps. Do you want to tell listeners what you're doing? Yeah. First, I'm doing space camp. No way. You get to have camp in space. Awesome. Not not really. It's a camp about space. Yeah, it's the space camp that's in Huntsville, Alabama, that you have been asking to go to since you were five. So it's kind of a big deal. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And what else are you doing? And then I'm going to eye to eye camp. Ooh, eye to eye camp. Yeah, so listeners may remember we had David Flink on the show, who's the founder of Eye to Eye. Yeah, so I'm going to see his camp. Yeah, so he has a camp for middle school students with ADHD and learning differences. And that is in New York in July. And so Asher's going to be going to that. And Space Camp's a sleepaway camp. And the Eye to Eye camp is a day camp, right? 
Yeah. So I wanted to talk about Space Camp because, well, first of all, again, I before I told you or suggested that we give this a try, I did call Space Camp and I told them about you and I said, hey, so I have this kid and here's what's going on with him. Yeah, they assured us that they had lots of kids like that who went to Space Camp. Yes, they said he will be fine. Our counselors are very accustomed to kids like Asher. And so that felt really positive. They encouraged me to give them any information that would be helpful in terms of how to support you, which I did when I filled out the health form. So I said, you know, just kind of gave them some tips and made sure that you can step aside to read for a little bit or chill out if you need to. But yeah, but you actually came to me specifically about space camp because you actually, why don't you tell the story? You came to me with a request once you knew you were going to space camp. Well, I wanted to go back to Kate Berger, who was, what's the word? Well, she's a psychologist. She was, yeah. yeah. And she'd helped me get better at other things in the past. Mm-hmm. And recently, I've had a, a, a new problem, probably brought on by a bit by playing Kerbal Space Program and my b- being so detail-oriented, which is I get mad when people don't do things the best way. Mm, like inefficiency. Exactly. Okay. And so why did you think that might be a problem for space camp? Because space camp is going to be full of people, and a lot of space camp is about efficiency. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be very helpful to have somebody nicely go, um, that design isn't the most efficient. You should try a different design, maybe this, maybe you shouldn't do, be doing that. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Now I can save mass, right? But you don't have somebody go, ah, that's not the right way. No, that's kind of a turnoff. It is. Yeah. Okay, so that was a specific thing that you wanted to get some support around from Kate. Yep. And also, I mean, sometimes you may not be the one with the best idea, right? And I think you recognize that being not just at space camp, but as someone who envisions going to space someday, like that working well with other people is pretty important, right? Exactly. So yeah, so Kate is someone who I also have had on the show. She was uh, one of our- have? Yeah, one of my first episodes, I brought Kate on to talk about mindfulness because that is kind of her area of expertise. Wow, I didn't know that. She works- specifically with expat kids, but mindfulness is her her personal passion. And she does a lot of mindfulness work with kids, and I know that you've done some with her as well. Yeah, it's quite mindful. So yeah, so you've been working with Kate for a few months now, and you actually just had kind of, she gave you a, a final exam last week, which you did very well on. Do you want to just share some of the things or just like generally, maybe even one thing that you worked on that you feel like you feel better equipped now to go to space camp? Well, I worked on getting unangry if I if I start getting angry. How do you do that? Can you please tell me? And, uh, and the listeners who are like, yes, yes. How do you do that? <laughs> well, I couldn't say that. You should just talk to Kate. She knows it better than I do. <laughs> no, the trick is that you have to. Well, to get as if you start suddenly start thinking while you're angry, you'd instantly become unangry, right? Why is that? 
Well, no, that's not the trick. That's just why it works. Oh, I see. Okay. So if you start thinking while you're angry, you realize, wait, why am I angry? I shouldn't be angry. And then you stop, right? If you try to, if you try to say, no, I'm not, I'm not angry. You just make yourself angrier. You should, t- you should say, I'm angry. What, what am I going to do about that? And then you start thinking and become unangry. Oh, so you're acknowledging the emotion rather than trying to get rid of it. Oh, interesting. And then you say, but what am I going to do about that? And then that activates your brain to think and then exactly. Oh, that's so interesting. Have you practiced that with her? Yeah. Have you practiced it in real life at home? A bit. It happened once. And was it effective? Yes, very. Interesting. Okay. I don't think I fully understood that. And I, now that I do, I think that's pretty awesome. So, okay. So you feel like that's a tool now that you have in your toolbox that you're going to take with you to space camp. Is there anything else that you want to share that you feel like, yeah, this is definitely going to make a difference? Uh, not really. That's the biggest thing. If I can get unangry once I'm angry, then I can stop myself from doing anything. Yeah. We'll be right back after this quick break. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. And another thing is that it's just, it'll actually be easier at space camp than here because I'll be in such a good mood. Yeah, I think you're going to be pretty happy. (laughs) I think you'll be pretty psyched. I agree. I agree. I mean, yes, we talked about that idea of expectations. That also can be can be intense because you are going to have high expectations, right? Yeah. But I think the experience is going to be 
a happy one and a positive one. One of the other things that you worked on or studied with Kate, and maybe this is for another episode, but I thought it was really interesting. And I'm wondering if it has helped you since you learned it was you learned about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, that's really interesting because you can pinpoint your feelings. Fascinating, right? Yeah. And each of the needs 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 to be fulfilled before you move on to the next need. And as they go towards the top, they feel more feelingy. More emotional. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For exa- at the very bottom is, is things like hunger and thirst and physiological needs. Needs that have to be fulfilled or you'll die. Mm-hmm. Then there's safety needs, which is knowing what's going to happen. Being sure that you won't die anytime soon. Right? Right. That is one of my big problems, safety needs. Because I build plans of what I'm going to do, and then if one of the elements in the plan turns out to be wrong, then the whole plan crumbles, and I have no idea what I should be doing. Mm. Interesting. That's good to know, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And then above safety Mm -hmm. is belonging. That's having people who care about and support you. Mm -hmm. And having people to care about and support. Yep. And then above belonging is esteem, right? Yep. And that's feeling good about yourself. Okay. I don't have very many problems with that. No. (laughs) I would say not. And then the final one is self-actualization. Ooh. Which is the need to do something meaningful and important. Okay. And not that many people have done meaningful and important things. Yeah. Yeah. Hardest need. Well, what I noticed after you learned about that, you started asking me, like, if I was upset about something, you would try to f- help me discover what. Yeah, what- exactly. And it, yeah, there were some things where mom took pride in her work. And sh- why am I talking about you in the third person as I'm talking to you? I don't know. Well, you're talking to the audience. Yeah, where you take, where you take pride in your work. And that was why you. And that was why you didn't like having your deadline shortened, because then you wouldn't be able to do as good work. Mm-hmm. Which of his needs did that tie back to? That tied back to esteem. Esteem, right. Yeah, I just thought that was really interesting when you started making those connections. Yeah, well, I still do, but usually in my head. Yeah. Has that helped you, like, the yeah, knowledge of that? And kind of just at least understanding which of my, like, underlying foundational needs is not being met in this situation well foundational need would be physiological right right okay so that was the wrong word just which of my needs exactly yeah that's cool yeah those categories encompass every need that anyone will ever have yeah they everything fits in there that's what i think is so interesting about it maybe we'll do another episode about that and talk about it more in depth like if we do a follow-up on kind of mindset and personal growth But just to wrap up in our conversation about camp, I just have one more question. What's kind of your biggest goal for space camp? Like, what is your greatest hope for that experience? My hope is that everything goes well and I have a fun time. And and I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Well, actually, my hope would be that my preparation pays off. Mm. And there's an incident where I would have gotten angry, but I don't. Ooh. So you want to show yourself that you've made some growth. Exactly. That is cool. 
Well, I will be so excited to hear about it when I pick you up. I'm going to be staying at a hotel across town, furiously finishing my book. (laughs) The week that you're in space camp is my last week of writing. But I will be so excited to pick you up and... Yeah, and then I'll ask if you finish the book. And I'll ask if you finish space camp. And hopefully we'll both say yes. (laughs) That's the idea. But I know that listeners are going to be curious too. So do you think you'd be willing to come back on the show later this summer and reflect on both of your camp experiences and just see how they went? Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right, Asher. Well, I want to thank you. I'm going to let you get back to your day. We're recording this on a Saturday and I know you have a lot of things you want to get done today. So thanks for taking the time to share with us about camp. And I hope this is helpful for families out there listening. Just thanks again for, as always, Asher, your willingness to share your experience and your story. And I'd like to hear you for thanking me for all of those things. Oh, excellent. I don't really know what to say to that, except I'm going to say goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the Tilt Parenting Podcast. For the show notes for this episode, including links to the different episodes and resources Astra and I discussed, visit tiltparenting.com slash session 59. If you like what we're doing here at the podcast, please consider helping us cover some of the production costs associated with making a weekly podcast. It's fast, easy, and pain-free. And for as little as $2 a month, you can make a positive impact here at Tilt Parenting Central. To support us, visit patreon.com slash tiltparenting. And lastly, if you like what you heard on today's episode and you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing to our podcast on iTunes or leaving a review. Both things help our podcast get more visibility. Thanks again for listening. For more information on Tilt Parenting, visit www.tiltparenting.com. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.